So on day 10 of the jury trial of the state of Minnesota versus Derek Chauvin, we finally hear from the county medical examiner who performed the autopsy, and we learned about these underlying health conditions that we've heard so much about. So did they play a role in the death of George Floyd? Well, you're about to find out. Um, Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you are watching Lawyer Up. In today's episode, we're going to look at day 10 of the trial. And day 10 had two witnesses. It was Dr. Andrew Baker, who is the county medical examiner who performed the autopsy on George Floyd. We also heard from Dr. Lindsay Thomas, who is a forensic psychologist. And they both had similar testimony about how Floyd's underlying health conditions interacted with the physicality of his arrest and the knee to the neck and how they all combined to contribute to George Floyd's death. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share. And recall that we are Lawyer Up, that is, is available on all major podcast outlets. So let's get to it. The first witness was Dr. Andrew Baker. He is the Hennepin County Medical Examiner who performed the autopsy on George Floyd. Now, he was one of the most anticipated witnesses of the trial, and he has been dubbed the knight in shining armor or the key to the defense. Now, he testified Friday in the state's case. They called him, and he specifically as an overall said that Obviously, drug use and heart disease were contributing factors, but really the main cause of death was the police restraint that was used. Now, let's go through that in detail because it's a little more complicated than just that summary statement. Prosecution starts off by showing photographs of Floyd's coronary arteries, which revealed, and I quote from Dr. Baker, a very severe underlying heart disease. Mr. Floyd also had what he called hypertensive heart disease, meaning that Floyd's heart weighed more than it should. So Dr. Baker testified that Mr. Floyd had a larger heart than most people, which required more oxygen to continue pumping blood throughout the body. And he said, especially during a high-intensity situation like what uh, Floyd was experiencing when he was being pinned to the asphalt for more than nine minutes. His testimony went on, and he testified that those events are going to cause stress hormones to pour out into your body, specifically things like adrenaline. And what adrenaline is going to do is it's going to ask your heart to beat faster. It's going to ask your body for more oxygen so you can get through the altercation. And in my opinion, Dr. Baker testified, the law enforcement subdural restraint and neck compression was just more than Mr. Floyd's body could handle by virtue of his heart conditions. So that is essentially his testimony. Dr. Baker went on to note that though multiple contributing factors contributed to Mr. Floyd's death, he believed the primary cause of death was the same as what he originally wrote in the autopsy, homicide by cardiopulmonary arrest, complicating law enforcement subdural restraint and neck compression. In simpler terms, Dr. Baker said that Mr. Floyd would not have died 
if it were not for the actions of Derek Chauvin on the date of his arrest. Now, the defense got involved and they pounced on the underlying health conditions, of course, having Dr. Baker reiterate that Floyd's heart disease played a role in his death. And Dr. Baker agreed with the defense that methamphetamine is hard on the heart, fentanyl is hard on the heart, and that both were found in the toxicology report that was run on Floyd's system. Interestingly, and they didn't talk specifically about this, but there were pill fragments, if you recall, that contained methamphetamine and fentanyl that were found at the scene uh, and in the back of the squad car that had Floyd's saliva and DNA on those pills. However, Dr. Baker testified he found no evidence of any pill fragments in Mr. Floyd's stomach. The defense also highlighted the fact that there were no bruising on Mr. Floyd's neck or his back and that the level of fentanyl that was found in his system could be fatal for some people. Now, Dr. Baker clarified that death by asphyxiation or the deprivation of oxygen, he said that doesn't necessarily cause bruising either to the neck or to the back. And he said that the level of fentanyl that was found in Floyd's system could be fatal in other circumstances, but he felt like, in Mr. Floyd's case, it was less likely to be the cause of death rather than other causes. And that was a testimony from Dr. Baker. Jurors also heard from Lindsay Thomas, who is a forensic pathologist. She actually said she was, in part, helped train Dr. Baker, and her testimony was similar. She said police restraint killed George Floyd primarily by restricting oxygen with the secondary effect of physiological stress on the body. Complicated stuff, but she explained it. And this is the quote from her testimony. I think a secondary mechanism in this case is what I refer to as physiologic stress. Now, she clarified that she wasn't talking about the kind of stress that you have at work when you have a deadline, but she's talking about an immediate physical stressor. She said, where you can feel your heart racing. She said, you get a chemical release. You get adrenaline and epinephrine, and those are the things that make your heart race. Those are the things that make your blood pressure go up. And she testified that all of those physical things and all of those chemical things can cause reactions in the body that put additional stress primarily on your heart. But she said also all of your other body systems. And she testified that when there's too much, then all of your body systems, all of your organs get in trouble, as she said. And she said in Floyd's case, the primary mechanism of death was asphyxia, but the secondary mechanism was this physiological stress caused by the subdural restraint, and the compression. She went on to say that there was no evidence to suggest that Floyd would have died that night except for his interactions with law enforcement. And that was the evidence from day 10. And I have seen the media has responded as this evidence was good for the state and also good for the defense. And what it boils down to and what will be interesting is to see if the jury holds Chauvin legally responsible, criminally responsible for essentially overriding Floyd's what was otherwise a vulnerable body condition with his heart disease. That's what the jury is ultimately going to have to decide. Well, that's the episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. If you have, smash that like button for me. 
Remember to uh, subscribe to the channel so you can get all of these updates as the trial goes along. And I'll tell you that uh, the state has said that they intend to rest their case at the beginning of next week. So uh, day 11, 12, 13, they'll be done and the defense case will start. And then we're going to see a lot of interesting counter testimony from what we've heard during the first couple of weeks of trial from the state. That's the episode. My name is Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you've been watching Lawyer Up. Send lawyers, guns, and money. 